In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. If you're like me, you've grew up with some misconceptions surrounding courage. And then when you became a Christian, you learned even more about courage that just isn't true and just isn't in the Bible. Find out three misconceptions about courage on today's episode. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Hey, this episode is sponsored by Juniper Mountain Trading Post. Juniper Mountain Trading Post was founded by hunters, ranchers, and farmers crafting the best coffee you can buy is the foundation of this company, but their mission is even deeper than that. Their mission is to stand against the decay of morals in our country, the corrosion of integrity, honor, and tradition. Just like they don't compromise their coffee's quality, they'll never compromise the values that their company is built on. When you buy from Juniper Mountain Trading Post, you can rest assured that your money supports American craftsmanship and manufacturing. Their values are simple. Operate with honesty and integrity, treat people right, and never cut corners. Just go to junipermountaintradingpost.com and at checkout, enter the code ARENA to get your 10% discount. Go check these guys out, guys. You'll be glad you did. Men in the Arena Army, I salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Jim Ramos, your host and guide of today's episode, leading you to your best version in the stress bubble of life and beyond. Welcome to Spotify's number one podcast for Christian men. Hey guys, as you know, in 2023, we're gathering 365 hero stories. These are stories of transformation, stories that you've either witnessed life change in someone close to you, or you are that guy. And when you send those in, we want to send you a special gift. And right now we're working on uh, what that gift is. We were sending swag, but we are about to offer a special gift for those who send in the hero stories because we want to celebrate with you what God is doing in your life. This one comes from a woman, Kylie, on Spotify. In response to our podcast called What Radical Husbands Do, she said, Thank you for this. So insightful and so practical. What a blessing. And as the Lord would have it, just when I've needed it, praise God, I've already bought a copy for my son. I want to jump into the meat of the podcast today. And this comes from my book, Guts and Manhood, Four Irrefutable Attributes of Courage. And this just came out on Audible a couple days ago. So you guys that are driving back and forth to work that are listening to this podcast, you can check this out. It's actually a short book. It's only about 
37,000 words. Normally I write books between 55 and 60,000. So it's, it's a, it's a book that you can sit down, list on your worry work, couple drives back and forth to be through the book. I think you're going to have some tremendous insights about what courage is and what it is not. But today I want to walk through what courage is not. And these are misconceptions that actually I think Christians hold on to, and they just aren't in the Bible. So here they are, guys. Misconception one, courage is a spiritual gift. You know, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 through 30, and 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 1 through 39, you can also check out Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 8. These are places where Paul lists out the spiritual gifts. Paul sent a great, he spent a great deal of time explaining spiritual gifts. He spent a great deal of time explaining what they weren't and how they should operate. And of, among all of these dozens of spiritual gifts listed, courage is not among them. It simply is not there. Why? Because courage is not a spiritual gift. Courage is not something that I have ever seen in scripture that God imparts. He didn't give it to Abraham. He didn't give it to Noah. He didn't give it to David. He didn't give it to Solomon. He didn't give it to Samson. He didn't get, didn't give it to Peter. He didn't give it to Paul, and he didn't give it to you. He didn't even give it to Jesus. In Scripture, we never see where he imparted this to another person. To believe that it is somehow a spiritual gift that God imparts is a misinterpretation of Scripture. Misconception number two. Courage is a fruit of the spirit. You know, this is a, this is simpler to explain because there's only one reference, a direct reference to the fruits of the spirit. In Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 to 23, Paul lists nine fruits of the spirit. The fruits of the spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things he says there is no law. So, one could argue that Paul identifies Two more fruits of the Spirit, in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, Paul adds righteousness and truth to the list. He says, For you formerly in darkness, but now you are the light of the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists of all goodness, righteousness, and truth. So even if you add those two and gives you 11 fruits of the Spirit, courage is nowhere to be seen. In fact, listen to this. Of the 238 times the word fruit is mentioned in the New American Standard Version of the Bible, fruit of the Spirit is only mentioned one other time, and it's in Romans chapter 8, verse 23. But also we ourselves, having the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting eagerly for our adoption as sons and the redemption of our body. That's Romans 8, 23. And all of these teachings and all of the things Jesus say, you said, you would have thought he would have something to say on the subject of courage, especially since he spoke about fruit often, and especially since he knew his disciples, especially Peter, would deny him and run away from him. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 through 16, in Luke chapter 6, verses 43 to 45, in John chapter 15, verses 1 through 10, we see Jesus talking about fruit, but he never tried to define it as courage, or courage was never written in to his explanations. Why? Because it was not an issue for Jesus, because courage is not a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So courage is not a spiritual gift. Courage is not a fruit of the Spirit. And the third misconception is that this, courage is not mentioned anywhere 
in the Mosaic Law, the three, the 613 uh, laws of the Mosaic Law, or the Ten Commandments. You know, in Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 through 17, uh, we think, wouldn't you think that living a courageous life for God would involve, uh, would, he would mention that somewhere? You know, wouldn't you think that it would be somewhere uh, in the thir- 613 laws, wouldn't you think one of them would be live a courageous, you know, live a, live a, a life uh, of, of guts, you know, be courageous? It's not mentioned because it's not there. In Matthew chapter 26, verses 36 to 40, Jesus said, you shall love the Lord. Wouldn't you think he'd put it there? You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. Wouldn't you think Jesus would add, and you need courage to do it because the gate is narrow that leads to eternal life, and the gate is broad that leads to uh, destruction. Many people are going to be pulling you to their path, and they are wrong, so you should be a man of courage. Never says it. Why? Because courage is not a, 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 a an issue of legality. It's not something that is in law. It is something else. It is something bigger than that. So, guys, these are just three misconceptions. You know, you you've probably if and this is just talking about the Bible. When I was a young man growing up, before I came to Christ, I had a misconception of courage that it was somehow. You were, some were born with it and some weren't, or courage looked a certain way. If you looked like a certain type of person, you were courageous. You know, I had all these misconceptions of courage. And then when I became a Christian, I had a whole nether list of misconceptions. So stay tuned for next week's episode when I unpack the four attributes of courage, where it actually comes from in my comprehensive study of the word courage in the Bible. Guys, if you like this episode today or you're curious about more, grab my uh, book, Guts and Manhood, The Four Irrefutable Laws of Courage. It's on Audible. We just got it up there, guys, because I know a lot of you want knowledge and you want to educate yourselves, but you just don't have time to sit down and read. But you you plug in you know our podcast on your way to and from work, and you would do the same with our book. So pick up this book. I think it'll be a really good book to have as a resource for you as you try to live a valorious life. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a courageous man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.